What's up, guys? Ernest Virgin One here, and welcome back to another edition of the Three Way Dance Wrestling Podcast. And yo, 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 and joining me as always is Shelby, aka Shubs. Fucking three, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm okay, just seamless, seamlessly just broke into your name there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was not. Anybody excited. who saw our cameo from former WWE superstar and Hall of Fame pro wrestler Tony Rico would get that. And joining, me as always, and joining me as always is he can't fight this feeling anymore, Nick. I've forgotten what I started fighting for. What's up, everybody? It's time to bring the ship into the shore. Yeah. All right, we got a show for you. Come crawling through your door. There you go. Come crashing in. Sorry. Get it all out. Yeah, I was about to say. I have an REO Speedwagon. I have an REO Speedwagon t-shirt. Come on, man. And uh, we got a show for you. We were originally going to review World Wrestling Legends 605 Reunion, which was essentially a uh, WCW reunion show of sorts. But um, the, the, I guess, print, I guess you could say. Uh, that we found online was missing a few of the matches, and we want to give you the the full experience. So uh, we shifted gears, and we went for a World Wrestling All-Star show, which was um, the first, like, well, you know, technically the second. There was one before WWE, but the second, um, like, company that was said to be, like, the, the first competition for WCW after it closed, uh, The Inception, their first pay-per-view. So we're going to we're going to talk about that tonight. Of course, we're going to talk about some news. We're going to play some uh, three-word dance. It came from eBay, and uh, we had fun with it last week, so we're going to play it again. We're going to play back and forth here tonight. Uh, so let's get right into it with some news here. And uh, I, this hasn't been posted on, like, any of the, the sites I go to. So this is just a rumor. Take this with a grain of salt. But there is a rumor that Triple H, who is now, of course, head of creative, because everybody's wetting their panties over, um, wants to retire one of the WWE uh, titles. Uh, anybody know which one it could be? Huh. No. Is it the 24-7? The 24-7 title. It's being rumored okay. that Triple H wants to retire that, which um, pro con. Pro. I should have known. Pro. Definitely yeah. a pro. I mean, in the beginning, in the beginning, it was really fun when they were, like, featuring it every week and having little bits and everything. But, like, now when you're having somebody, whether it be Dana Brooke, R-Truth, Akira, when you're having them hold it for – if you're having a 24-7 championship. Why are they holding it for days at a time? Okay. Yeah, it, why are they holding it for like 56 days and shit like that? It just, it doesn't really work in my opinion when you're like when you're PG either and you can't do all the hardcore shit that like they used to with the hardcore title like it just well, it I'm falls not even flat. saying that it, Well, I'm not even saying that it has to be hardcore. Yeah, you don't have but to it do should hardcore be. You, but I'm just I, saying if you if you want a 24 and like at, in the beginning it was kind of fun like Jinder Mahal on a golf course and R2 yeah. shows up. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but then when you're having like Rob Gronkowski win it and he holds it for a month without doing anything. Yeah, man. You know, that's, that's, that's the, the pandemic, fun. though. 
still. That was right at the start. There was only so much they could do. And then you just have like all these celebrities win it, or like people that don't wrestle. Well, yeah. For like two well, seconds. See, that's okay if they only hold it. Yeah. But again, but again, that's fun if they're only holding it for like a little bit of the night. Like when just, Marshmallow it's won so it for like competitive. It's like when Marshmallow like, only won it for like what thirty minutes that night. Okay, that's fine. You know, like that's that's the whole point of the twenty four seven. Always be on your guard. But when you have somebody like Dana Brooke, which don't get me wrong, fucking love me some Dana Brooke, even though they're doing jack shit with her. But when she's holding the title for like a month at a time, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the fucking title to begin with. I don't know. I didn't. I like like you said, it was fun in the beginning. The the Jinder Mahal and our truth on the golf yeah. course thing was pretty funny. I will say the stuff um, with Trey Fabric was great too. Yeah, but like I don't know, it just it got old, and it's like the hardcore title did too, right? I don't think so. I think it did at some point. Our truth is like fifty-eight time champion. Yeah. <laughs> He's held it more than Raven held the fucking hardcore title. Yep. <laughs> um, maybe they should just change the name of the twenty-four-seven title. Change something else. Hey, speaking of name change, I yeah, think there's somehow. Yeah. Uh, actually, talking about a uh, WWE, uh, an AEW name change uh, for once, not a WWE one. And uh, oh god, if you haven't heard this one, get ready for this. Oh fuck. <laughs> um, Anna J, formerly of the Dark Order, uh, she has now joined up with the Jericho Appreciation Society. She is uh, an official. This is an official. It's not the Jap. Shut up. <laughs> It is an official name change. I shit you not when I say this. But her name is now Anna J A S. Anna J Appreciation Society? Yes. What? Uh, Get it? J A S? Yeah. Creative yeah. really shit the bet on that one. Anything will ever be better than Jake something. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, I fucking I feel bad for Anna J. At least in no, Dork Order, Anna at J-A-S. least at least in Dork Order, she was treated as a somebody. Now she's gonna be second fiddle to Tay Mello and fucking all these other bullshit fucking uh when, when did I just read name that her in J- the I read that in the results and I was like, that has to be a typo. Somebody just like got wasted and wrote Shouldn't Mello. shouldn't she be Tay Guevara. Yeah, that would make sense. They just fucking got married. Like, fuck. Uh, uh, Why don't they just name her like, like, Jenna? Tony Coke needs to figure out what he's doing. J Anna S something. Then they could get the jazz in there. No. Why not? (laughs) Why even put her with the fucking thing anyway? It's stupid. (laughs) You already had Ty or Tay or whatever the fuck her name is. I look like I'm 12. More chicks around him. I look like I'm 12, but I have a nice ass. And fucking. Oh, there. Whoa, we don't endorse <laughs> that here. No, <laughs> we don't endorse that here. I'm just saying that's what she looks like. And Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, have fucked off too. Man, what did okay. Sammy do to you? I know, right? Damn, like right. fuck. I, I just. It really actually kind of bothers me that he proposes to whatever her name was on live TV mm-hmm. after he's friends with her for how many years, and then he cheats on her with this other bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that well, couldn't make it in the big leagues, so she joins small time because Tony Khan can't get enough of the XWWE talents. 
Well, look at Ty Conti. Can you really blame him? Actually, yes. Oh, okay. I would have taken the other one before Ty Conti. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess that relationship cost about $5 million. Hey, speaking of $5 million. Whoa. <laughs> uh, more on the Vince McMahon scandal while the investigation is still going on. I originally wrote down John Laronitis being gone, but we already fucking knew that. So yeah. we're not going to rehash that. But looks like there has been more money hidden. Vince McMahon apparently uh, has $5 million more million unaccounted for in the books. Um, apparently, I don't know if it, what did they, Nick probably knows more than I do. Was it more hush money or? It's rumored that it's actually the donations that went to the Trump Foundation between 2007 and 2009. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that was oh. less exciting than I thought it was going to be. Oh, no, maybe. I know. I saw that earlier. I was like, oh, damn. Maybe they'll, re- maybe they'll eventually rehire Vince anyway. Hey, speaking of rehired. Um, it has been the, uh, week of rehirings the last few weeks, or I should say weeks. Um, so first we had Dakota Kai coming back at SummerSlam. Then, oh God damn it. Then on SmackDown. (laughs) (laughs) And on SmackDown in the main event, shit cross, sorry, carrying cross. Nobody knew who the fuck he was. Needs to shave his goddamn head. That hair looks stupid. Silent. He looks like an overgrown jobber, and Scarlet looked like she had melted. Like it was just oh, oh fuck. Karrion Cross and his wife Scarlet both returned on SmackDown and sent a warning to Roman Reigns, which I'm like, yeah, that's gonna work. That's gonna work. Heel versus heel. There you go. Make that one work, pal. Yeah. Um. But it didn't stop there, because on Monday Night Raw, the tortured artist Dexter Loomis also returned in a brilliant fucking way. That was a brilliant way to debut him, too, by the way. Uh, Dexter Loomis, and there's a rumor out there. Again, take it. Rumor innuendo would have it. Um, Rumor innuendo would have it that there are rumblings that they want Bray Wyatt back as well. Well, I heard it was for a match with, like... Kyrie, was it Kyrian Cross and Scarlet versus Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss? Oh, gross. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't so read dumb. that, but I've also heard, and this actually surprised me, I'd love to see Bray Wyatt back. Actually, two things. So, I've heard they... Oh, fuck. Ashante Adonis and AJ fucking Francis, top dollar, being brought in for SmackDown this week. Is that their names now? Fuck Ashanti Adonis and AJ Fuck Francis? Is that their names now? Yes. No, but (laughs) fuck. Do we really need Hit Row without Swerve? Um, And then I've also heard fucking uh, Johnny Gargano. I did Uh, hear that, but considering that like he has his own thing going on, I really didn't want to fucking mention that because well i have to think though why is who is dexter loomis stalking because he fucked up a car backstage and then he was after aj styles so is he stalking anybody who gets in it with johnny or or tomaso champa and is that because of gargano or well he never well he could in all fairness dexter (laughs) loomis could have easily jumped the barricade before the cops got him so he (laughs) couldn't have been after styles See, like, just, let's, let's live in a world where wrestling's real. We don't know what to work and shit like that. Loomis could have easily jumped that rail before the cops got to him. 
Oh, easy. So, if you went after Styles, who's he after? Well, that's what I mean. Like, is he after Miz for fucking with Champa because of Gargano? Because of the way? And if so, I think you're is... reading into this a little too much. <laughs> We're three guys that do a wrestling podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe Loomis is back after Triple H for firing the dream. That's I even more outlandish. Say, like, does this mean <laughs> that Velveteen Dream could be back too? Because I don't, know. I don't think so. That came out in the news and was like, "We found nothing on him." Yeah, because I'm pr- I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure Velveteen was events firing. I'm pretty sure. Let's start. A, let's start a campaign to bring back Velveteen Dream. Fuck yeah! Oh, fuck, I'm first one to sign that with a bullet. <laughs> Twitter, Reddit, or some shit. However, we need to do this. <laughs> Anybody be, who's uh, listening to this, start that campaign now. I know, because if he were be brought back, that'd be a hell of a tale to tell. Hey, speaking okay. of tales, uh, I think I think Shelby's gonna be really excited from this news if he hasn't heard it already. But mm-hmm. uh, Vice, Vice Network, the uh, network that airs Dark Side of the Ring, uh, they have uh, introduced a new show that will be coming out in October called Tales from the Territories. Ooh. And it's going to be narrated strangely. I mean, like, first season of Dark Side had Dutch Mantel. Then the rest of the season of Dark Side had Chris Jericho. So, what, what, if you had to think of somebody to narrate Tales from the Territory, Shelby, who, who would you, who would you think they would get to narrate it? Honestly, my first guess would be Jim Cornette, but because you're saying that, I'll bet you it's not Jim Cornette. It's not Jim Cornette. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> Kevin Von Erich or some stupid shit. What if I Bret told Hart. you? What if I told you it was none other than Dwayne the Rock Johnson? A oh, fuck off! <laughs> really? That, yeah, the that's who it's gonna be. I mean, I mean, you gotta consider. Well, he is, well, he grew up with his dad in the territories. Well, and his his, uh, his grandmother. His grandmother owned Hawaii. In high chief. So. Wow, his grandmother owned Hawaii. Fuck. Wow. Before it was a state. Own fucking Hawaii. It was just like, what up, bitches? How own it? <laughs> Probably did with owning the territory anyway. Um, <laughs> but apparently they're going to have, you know, of course, they're going to have their interviews. And, oh, boy, they have one of my favorite wrestlers of all time as one of the interviewers, uh, interviewees. Abdullah. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, great. I'm going to line up to watch this fucking show. That's no shit. fat, slobby son of a bitch. <laughs> heroes of wrestling, even though it was already shit. Well, the plus side, unless they're talking about Puerto Rico, he won't have much the to say. The plus side? Do you mean um, Abdullah? Like, I mean, look at the size of him. <laughs> yeah, size. Let me fit in regular pants. Yeah, let me go off onto a tangent for a second. But like, just going off the news, like that. I, I never had a problem with the way Ab- Abdullah looked. I mean, look at Haystack's Calhoun. He was an attraction. Andre yeah. the Giant, he was an attraction. I mean, yeah. fuck, even people like Giant, Silva, and Great Khali can't wrestle worth a fucking lick, but they were an attraction. But Abdullah just has no fucking redeeming quality to him at all. The only thing that was, the only thing I've ever seen with him that was, two things, I'm sorry, two things that were ever remotely fucking entertaining with that guy was fucking Chamber of Horrors 91 and a JC, I think it was JCW Volume 3 when Rude Boy 
from you know psychopathic reverence just beat the ever living fuck out of him. It was the greatest thing I've ever fucking watched. You ever see some of the brawls him and Brody had in fucking Puerto no, Rico? He fucking they're, sucks. They're fucking insane, man. They just go in the crowd and start fucking throwing chairs at each other. <laughs> Dirty ass bastards, like fucking. Hey, just uh, fuck. Just stab yeah. myself with a fork. Like fuck you. God. Get out of here. All right. So that was all the news I have this week. So now we're going to move on to our games we like to play here. It came from eBay and the three word dance. Uh, let me get my eBay stuff here and the eBay scores. I believe Nick is up by one uh, still. I can. I believe that's correct. Yeah, I can never find the score. Yeah, right. uh, I didn't look up any new items this week. I figured eh, we'll roll with it. Yeah, there you are. All right. So the first three are going to be, it is a 1986 signed. I usually don't put a lot of signed items on here, but I didn't notice a sign until after I looked at it. So uh, By Tully Blanchard? No, not by Tony Blanchard. It is a Damn. 1986 signed Sergeant Slaughter Halloween costume. So it's like, bitch. yeah, now these are like them 80s costumes where like you got the plastic mask and it was just yeah. whoever it was. And then like hot the, as hell, the plastic um costume, which, you know, it just like it just said Sergeant Slaughter. And it was like an army thing made of plastic. And on top of all that, this item is still in the box. Or is it, you know what, let's bring them back. Let's bring back the 1970s Antonio Inoki clay ashtray. Fuck. <laughs> or is it, uh, or is it the two bottles of Roddy Piper, I'm all out of bubble gum soda? Which one of these three are going for the most expensive price on eBay? Yeah, I'm all out of bubble gum soda. I'm going for the uh, Halloween costume. Points. Shelby. Yes. Because the 1986 <sighs> fine Sergeant Slaughter costume in the box is going for the price of $224. Damn. The autograph. He's still alive. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Well, it's on a 1980s Halloween costume in the box still. So it's plastic be... and would probably rot <laughs> as soon as you took it out. Man, I don't fucking know, dude. All right. <laughs> All right, your next uh, next three here. Is it the Macho Man Slim Jim promo? This is just a picture, not signed or anything, not signed by Tully or G Gorgeous George, Macho Man, nobody. Big Show. Not Big Show either. Lanny it is not Lanny Poffo. Uh, but Macho Man Slim Jim promo is a picture of Macho Man and the Macho Man get up and everything promoting Slim Jims. Eight by ten. Is it the four 1999 WCW slash NWO yo-yos? <laughs> you get Goldberg, Nash, um, WCW, or choose your side, which is one side is NWO Wolfpack, the other side is NWO Black and White. Oh, nice. Fuck. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> or is it the uh, yeah, let's bring this one back. Is it the 1990 sealed Brutus the Barber beefcake puzzle from Milton Bradley? The Which Brutus beefcake puzzle. Okay. Ah, uh, Slim Jim picture. Points. 
Shelby. Yes. Believe it or not, believe it or not, this photo of Macho Man just promoting Slim Jim is going for the price of one hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine. That's disgusting. That's ridiculous. What's your favorite wrestler though? I know it's my favorite wrestler, but holy fuck, I wouldn't pay two hundred dollars for a print. <laughs> All right, let's go with um. All right, it's been one Slim Jim though. Fuck, snap into it. I can't even go to the gas station after because I've been drinking. Oh, well, sucks to be you. Well, fuck. All right, but that I mean that means we don't condone condone drinking and driving. Not that, that we don't do, drink and drive, but we don't don't Not drink that you and drive. Can't, but don't. I have never condoned drinking. It is that you can't, you fucking ass. Well, I mean, you could literally do it. You just, you shouldn't. There you go. Uh, yes, you should. Physically, shouldn't. in a physical sense, physically, you can it's possible. drive. Yeah. Well, it depends how we drunk prefer you are. if you wouldn't. All I mean, right. If you're blackout drunk, you're probably not able to do anything. Okay, okay, we get it. <laughs> All right. Join us next week for a new podcast, Drunk Talk. <laughs> <laughs> We all get hammered right. talking about whatever. We should do record that. it. That's a bad I idea. I think that's one we should do. We should get drunk and then play He Said What. <laughs> <laughs> a little five or ten minute quick He, sh- he Said What is like a bonus episode when we're hammered. I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so we'll the last three. Is it the 1985 three inch by five inch Hulk Hogan notepad? Just a 1985 picture of Hulk Hogan says wrestling superstars on it, unused. Is it six, count them, six pencils, unsharpened, that feature Hulk Hogan, The Ultimate Warrior, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake Roberts, The Macho Man Randy Savage, and Rick Rude? Or is it the Danbury 2001 Undertaker? Collector's plate. <laughs> they had a whole lot. They had a whole line of these fucking collector's plates. I just want you to know ow. that. They have a cane. They have a triple H. There's a whole fuck ton of these. Danbury is like the fucking king of collector plates. So I'm going to yeah. say the Undertaker plate. Yeah, oh, I can go with the Undertaker plate as well. Uh, points, both of you. Uh, yeah, because the Danbury Undertaker plate is going for, you know what, let, let's bring a little fun to that. How much do y'all think it's going for? We'll bring back I the old format for a second. I don't fucking want to know. $500. 2000 No, $164.99. Not too much. Yeah. But for a plate that you can't eat off of, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no shit. If I'm paying $164 for a plate, it. I kind of want to eat off of it. Yeah, exactly. The you whole know? purpose of a plate. Exactly, yeah. All right, now we're going to move on to our game, other game we like to play here. Uh, one that started out as like, this game started out as like a like a one-off game, and then it was just like, oh, yeah, you try it, Will, and then I got into it. So the game is three-word dance, where we give off uh, three words that connect to a wrestler, and we have to make the connection somehow. So uh, the, three, the first three I'm going to give you are the letter X, Rib end. X? Not Sean Waltman. No. How about X Pac? 
No. Yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be him. That's Six fuck. No. Fuck. <laughs> Dances with Dudley. <laughs> Dances with Xbox. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Dances with Waltman. <laughs> there you go. Got it. Points. Dance with Waltman. <laughs> X rib end. End? E N D? Indeed. Okay. I had Jeff in. Harden? Do what? Jeff Harden? No. Owen Hart? No. I like your thinking, though. Randy Orton? You've cracked one of the clues. I'll give you that, Nick. No, not Randy Orton. Which one? Jerry Lawler. No. X rib end. Well, because you said it, I fucking cried to one of the clues, but I don't know which Yeah, because you said Owen Hart. Oh. Owen Hart did a lot of ribs. Think, think about think about something rib-related. China. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you answered that yourself. <laughs> Sable. No. Hint. Road dog? Uh, wait, wait, who'd you say? Road dog. No. Uh, your hint being... Sheep herder. Bushwhacker Butch. No. Bushwhacker Luke. No. So it's neither of the sheep herders. Bo Dallas. No. Phineas Godwin. No. Henry Godwin. No. Dennis Knight. No. Sheep Fuck. X. Sheep Eric Rowan. No. Um. Um, Fucking Brody Lee. No. Bray Wyatt? No. No. Or separate Um Well, I'll finish it off anyway. Braun Strowman? No. Fuck. <sighs> Waste of time. Fucking. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. <laughs> no. That's a goat. That's true. <laughs> Thanks. Triple H. No. Shawn Michaels. No. Uh, fuck. Billy Gunn. No. Baron Corbin. No. I'll see where we're going with that. Yeah. 
X. Malachi Black. No, no. shut up for a minute. X. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from the guy who usually just says, says names. <laughs> CM Punk. No. No, no, so it's X. Fucking... Uh, X fuck. marks the spot. Uh, Paul Virgil. No. I'm going to guess that was an O on Paul Virgil. X. No, not Paul right. What were the original three words? Letter X. Rib. Rib. And. And. Cheaper. E-N-D, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This one's really getting Nick. I was about to say, do you just want to throw in the towel on this one? Or? No, I'm pretty no, much no, there. No, no, no. Shut up for a minute. No, fucking <laughs> shut up for a minute. Shut up for a minute. It's like playing Scrabble with me again. Jesus. <laughs> X. Jerry Lawler. I already said Lawler. Considering that Jeff he was Jarrett. already said. No. no. Jerry Jarrett. No. The hell? Ah, fuck. I don't know. Fuck. Terry Funk. No. Yeah, okay. Know. I'm done. Pete Dunn. All right. What? Explain. Okay. X, the Xplex is that suplex he does. Okay. And the bitter end. Okay. Okay. Rib. It is said that his name Butch is a rib for Bushwhacker Butch. <laughs> Oh, sheep herder. So. Oh, yeah. You should have just said Butch. <laughs> well, I would have accepted Butch if I would have said if you would have said just Butch. But he said Bushwhacker Butch. So I, I know, like, oh, I know, I know. Oh, he's so getting there. He's getting there, and then he said somebody else after that, and I was like, oh fuck, there he goes. He's out. <laughs> All right. I think most of mine are pretty easy this week. So, um, first three words disc, house, jockey. Swerve? Nope. Jeff Hardy? Nope. R Truth? Nope. MVP? Nope. John Cena? Nope. Fuck. Maybe this is one easy one. This isn't an easy one. House. Jock. DHJ. No. I don't know why, but Disco Inferno? No. Okay. Uh, Disc House. Disc Jockey. No, you're not that clever to come up with Joaquin Wild. No, no, I'm not. Um, TJC. This house. This. Conan? Nope. This house, Jeff. Um, fuck, I don't have the slightest fucking idea. <laughs> Interviewer. 
Finaki. Nope. Uh, Todd Pettengill. Todd Pettengill is correct. These, oh, uh, fuck. I just guessed that. I <laughs> fucking... I have no idea how these words connect to him. He's a DJ, right, for okay. a radio station in the in the States. He used to host a lot of the In Your Houses. In Your House, okay. Yeah, and then he's an interviewer. That was a while. Yeah, fucking household. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, next, five, next three words. Wow, fuck. As if I got that. There's a fucking... Okay, next three words. Quack... Action five. Back action five. Booker T. There you go, yeah. Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. Fucking fun yeah. time or a fucking yeah. fave five. Fucking love oh, Shucky Ducky Quack. You know, when I used to tell people Booker T said that on commentary, they didn't believe me. <laughs> I'm like he doesn't say that. I'm like, yes, he does. <laughs> I can see why. Um, he shouldn't have said it. it. All right, uh, your next three. Ducky quack quack. Chucky ducky quack quack. All right, your next three are Buff. No, not Buff Daddy. Not Buff Bagwell. Ah. Buff Daddy Card. What about Marcus Bagwell? Oh, you got me. No. <laughs> Judy Bagwell. No. Kurt Buff Daddy. Daddy. Scott Steiner. Oh. Oh, my God. Now I got Buff Bagwell in my fucking head. <laughs> Fuck. I'm Buff. Mix I'm stuff and the girls just can't get enough of it. Mr. Rogers looking fuck. Jake Roberts. No. Huh? I don't know. The card, the 21 thing. I oh. got 22. Card. Daddy. Billy Gunn. No. What? Uh, you just say shit to hear yourself talk sometimes? Yes, yeah. actually. So fuck okay. off. <laughs> yeah. Buff Daddy Card. Triple H. No. Kevin Nash. No. Y'all ain't even close. Fuck. Oh. That ballpark that y'all are sometimes in, y'all are at home drinking coffee and shit. Uh, just getting ready. Not even that. I was just drinking coffee like shit. I got a game to go to later. (laughs) Um, Buff Daddy. God damn. You got some difficult ones this week. Jeff Jarrett. Nope. Jerry Jarrett. No. Dances with Jarrett. You just went to bed. (laughs) You said fuck the game. I'm going to bed. Hint. Oh, uh, your hint being. I think this will give it away, but I'm not for sure. Gymnast. What? I'm in Dean. Gymnast. Reggie? No. 
the Gemini. No. Rico. No. Simon Dean. No. Fucking clue. What the fuck? I got no fucking clue. I got nothing. Um. Gymnast. Lacey Evans. No. Yeah. Fuck. I give up. Tiffany Stratton. Oh fuck! I would not have gone there. She's known as the Buff Barbie. Or the Diva Daddy. And she did that whole storyline where she gave... I forgot who it was. She gave somebody a credit card to try and take out somebody. A credit card. How much money is actually on this card? Oh, I used it. I don't know. It's your daddy's money. So. (laughs) But in the age of inflation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next three words. I think this one's pretty easy. Flag. What you said about the last one? American mask. Jack Swagger. Mr. America. Nope. Uh, nope. Oh, no, that would have worked too. Nope. The Patriot. The Patriot is correct. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next three words. Big Scream Trainer. Norman Smiley. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the big wiggle screaming Norman Smiley and fucking he's a known for his training for WWE. Um, damn. Let's see if I can go. Let's see if I can go three for three with y'all tonight. Yeah. Okay. The three words are orange, box, American. You might be going three for three. Oof. American. Orange. O B A. No. Yeah, I was just typing that out. E- like, oh, Boa? No. What? I was just rearranging the letters. <laughs> Orange. Box. American. Orange Cassidy. No. Chris Jericho. No. Orange box. Orange. Orange. Donald Trump. No. Really need to stop thinking of an orange box because I really don't think that's what it is. (laughs) I just keep seeing orange and box and I'm like, orange box, orange box. I will say Orange and Box are involved, just not together. Well, any yeah, member not... of the Spirit Squad that was stuffed in the box. No. Booker T. No. Jeff Jarrett. Triple H, Jeff Jarrett, no. Hint? Your hint being. Um. Undefeated. Oh, fuck. Goldberg. No. Ryback. No. Pat McAfee. No. 
Logan Paul? No. I will say you were close with McAfee. Lawrence Taylor. No. Adam Cole. No. LT. No. Roger Strong. No. Kyle O'Reilly. No. Bobby Fish. No. Pete Dunn. No. Oni Larkin. No. Danny Birch. No. Baron Corbin. No. How in the fuck was it close with McAfee? Uh, theory. No. Fuck, I don't know. I fucking got nothing. God damn it, I don't want to let him do this. I really don't. (laughs) (laughs) Who else has been undefeated? That relates to Pat McAfee, I don't fucking know, dude. Well, he said closer to Pat McAfee. Yeah, but closer to me, the fuck I named everybody. Could just be Michael Cole? (laughs) Oh my god. Fuck off. <laughs> orange, the orange singlet, box, the coal mine, American, the all-American, American Jack Swagger was his trainer, and he's undefeated at WrestleMania. I believe oh, Michael Cole is also American, fuck. so yeah, that works. Well, yeah, that works, wow. too. <laughs> I can't believe I not If Shelby wouldn't have been like, I don't want to let him do it, I would have had it. Yeah, you would have. You really would have. It's the fucking Pat McAfee I name, and I'm that's finally what, yeah, the last like, one. So look close to McAfee. You named everybody involved except for Cole, and I was just like, yes. <laughs> Fuck it out. I'm just glad he didn't get it. I'm just glad he didn't get that that clean streak, clean yeah. sweep, so to speak. All right, my last three words: big, bad, barren. BBB. Big, uh, Leroy Brown. No. Oh. Scott Steiner. No. Baron Corbin. No. That's too easy. Yeah. Big Bad Baron. Baron Von Rask. No, I wouldn't have put Baron in the. <laughs> it's also Van Raschke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad Leroy Brown. Bad. Baddest man in the whole damn town. Big show? No. <laughs> Big, Big Bad Baron. There's got to be somebody old school. Nikita Koloff. No. Bruno San Martino. No. King Ivan Kong Koloff. Bundy. No. Iron no. Sheik. No. Big dudes. Hey, Sash Calhoun. He's done no. that before. I could do it again. Giant Baba. No. Andre the Giant. Nope. Bad Baron. Ludwig Borga. Nope. Kurgan? Nope. Golga? Nope. Earthquake? Nope. Avalanche? Shark? Nope. Nope. John Tenta? Nope. Shockmaster? Nope. Hint. Typhoon? Bald head? 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> Parker Boudreau. No. Bam Bam Bigelow? Towards the end. Bam Bam Bigelow is correct. Me. Oh, son of a bitch did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I heard Nick say it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not a BBB. And I was like, and once I said it out loud, Bam Bam Bigelow, I was like, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I got you guys good this week. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Alright, so my last three words. Back. Giant. Andre the Giant. Back. Giant. Prince. Albert. Fuck. <laughs> giant Bernard. Back, giant back, Bernard. Prince Albert. Son of a bitch. Listen, just because you made yours really easy this week. <laughs> and by the way, Shelby, you're now up by a point, and it came from eBay. Damn right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you got double fucked tonight. I wish. You got double stuffed. <laughs> double stuffed. Front double, and I don't back. know if I could take double stuffed, but I mean double fucked. I mean, I could take that. Oh, <laughs> well, let's never mind that I contradict myself and move on. <laughs> All right, now we're going to talk about the World Wrestling All-Stars Inception. But before we get to that, we got to talk about one of our sponsors, the great people over at... What's the name of the site? Fuck. HardToFindTV.com. Fuck, I forgot it for a second. I was like, uh, I fucking brain farted there hard. I was yeah. like, what is it? <laughs> uh, but hardtofindtv.com, who has a great selection of, uh, well, like the website says, hard to find TV shows on DVD. Uh, and they'll put them on DVD and even Blu ray for a nice, reasonable price. And if that price just isn't reasonable enough for you, use our checkout code or my checkout code, essentially, artist, A R T I S T, at checkout and save yourself 15%. And they just recently released the True TV. Uh, TV show Hardcore Pawn, all nine seasons Oaks. of it. Yeah, uh, all nine seasons of it on DVD. Don't say gross about the sponsor. Come on, man. The first yeah, season the was good, but I mean that dude, the dude, the main dude on Hardcore Pawn looks like a fucking. Uh, I don't know if I don't want to do business with that dude. You'll have to check it out. I mean, his money's I mean. probably still good. Yeah. 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 Uh, Check it out. Watch see what the, I mean. Let's go to hardtofindtv.com. Buy the show and find out yourself. Use our checkout code artist, A-R-T-I-S-T, at checkout. Just note that they only accept Amazon Pay at the moment, which sounds like a downer. But, I mean, Amazon's slowly taking over the world. Pretty soon we'll all bow down to Jeff Bezos as our god and master. He already uh, is my god. There you go. Dick rocking uh, asshole. <laughs> so if you have an Amazon what account. What have they done to Mr. Bezosworth? Uh, which I'm sure you have an Amazon account. So if you have an Amazon account, then boom, you're qualified to use Amazon Pay on HardToFindTV.com. So head on over to HardToFindTV.com, and if you look through all the titles they have there, and you're like, hey, they don't have what I want, email them. They're more than happy to look up a request for you. Just email them at DVD at HardToFindTV.com. And if they still don't have what you want for some reason, as I like to say, if they don't have it, you don't need it. HardToFindTV.com. Uh, check out code artist save you 15%. All right, Nick's giddy well, tonight. Do what? Nick's giddy tonight. Um, what? 
You're giddy. Giddy. Yeah. Full of spirit. Oh, you haven't seen you haven't seen me giddy if you think this is giddy. Holy <laughs> fuck. All right. World Wrestling All Stars was uh was like the first like big time um like competitor or said to be competitor to WCW, but there was actually like a little company called MEECW, which was main event championship wrestling. They were said that like, oh, this is gonna be the next competitor to WWE, but they quickly fizzled out. Uh then came World Wrestling All Stars, which uh, I believe a lot of the same uh WCW people were involved. Um they started in Australia. So they had their first pay-per-view on October 26, 2001, called The Inception. Now, this uh, was supposed to be an Australian um, uh, company, was it not, as well? No, because they did cross over to because their second... They said that they were going to be going to, like, the Europe and shit, but I thought they were, like, strictly based out of Australia. They did go to Europe, I think, for, like, quote-unquote house shows, mm. and their second pay-per-view was in Vegas, The Revolution. Oh, okay. So I think they were trying, you know, with all the talent they have, that, that's why, you know, people said, like, oh, this is going to be the next one that challenge, quote-unquote challenges Vince McMahon and everything. But, again, it just it got up there, and people were like, oh, okay, this is actually, you know, pretty good. And then it just quickly went to hell. Yeah. Jeremy Borash and Jerry the King Lawler, who was on his little stint of vacation, I guess you could say, from WWE at the time, huh. uh, doing the uh, play-by-play here tonight. And even Devin Storm later, we'll mention that. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. We'll uh, now, I get that this show took place in Australia. Everything. I get it. But, like, why would you start with the Australian National Anthem when you're trying to appeal to all wrestling fans in America? Do you really need to show the national anthem live on television? Could you not have like, done that beforehand? Even like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Even like when, when like, you WWE go to, it. like when you like, okay, wait a minute, y- y'all been to shows in Canada? When they when you go to shows in Canada, do they do the Canadian national anthem there? Yes, before the cameras. Start oh, they rolling. do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, so they do. Okay, all right, never mind. Yeah. Then. Forget I said that. Okay, never mind. All right, all right. Now, and we are introduced to the commissioner. Of World Wrestling All-Star. See, they were going all in. They were going to have a public, uh, not a public, I'm sorry, uh, authority figure for this. And the commissioner was going to be Bret Hart. And he seemed so happy to be there for his in-ring promo. So long-winded. <laughs> and he said absolutely nothing. Basically about so how much he hated Vince. Yeah. I yeah. just was it. I got so bored I think of this. he like, always said like one in. thing. He only said one thing where you like he kind of chuckled, but like everything else, he was just like, "I've been here at World Wrestling All Stars, and I'll tell you, this is a damn good." Co-. Like it was just like, "Dude, can you show a little bit of fucking excitement here for me?" Can you just shut the fuck up and move along, please? And <laughs> uh, talking to you, talking to Bret Hart, Jesus, Bret yeah. <laughs> bitter asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me? You told... talking to me? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was talking about Bret because oh, okay, a bitter asshole. <laughs> And we are told that we are going to have a eight-man tournament here tonight that becomes, strangely, a nine-man tournament. But we'll get there. Um, <laughs> becomes a nine-man tournament in what is called the Seven Deadly Sins Tournament. Each match is going to have a stipulation, which I thought was a great concept. I love that. Um, 
the first match being not only a tournament match for the World Wrestling All-Stars Heavyweight Championship, but also a ladder match for the World Wrestling All-Stars International Cruiserweight Championship, that being Juventud Guerrero taking on Seacosis. And apparently Juve has just come back from some injury. They didn't really give us a lot of backstory to that, which that would have been helpful. Um, yeah. And the first thing I wrote down was don't ever give Juventud a mic again. Exactly. But I will say nice spinning heel kick and then into the spinning DDT by Hoobitude. That was good. Um, Hoobitude hit this. I mean, he threw a ladder at psychosis and that was just like, God damn, dude. Um, great reversal into the ladder by psychosis. That was great. Uh, uh, psychosis hit this beautiful leg drop off the ladder. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. And I laughed my ass off when the fucking ladder fell after Hoobie botched off of it. Like, legitimately laughed. Like, he jumped off the top and totally beefed it, and then, like, the ladder fell on, like, all three of them. Yeah, the, ref the ladder included. hit the ref, too. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking laugh. <laughs> Although, like, I, I get why the ref's in there, but at the same time, does the ref really need to be in there? The ref yeah. is reactionary, right? Yeah, dude, fucking re- I didn't realize why, why yeah. the ref was in the ring. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, I, they, I mean, he's supposed to be checking on and making sure they can continue, because if they can't continue, he should ring the bell and say it's yeah. over. And he's also there, you know, in a kayfabe reason or a non-kayfabe reason to, to give the reactionary, yeah. like, oh, my God, look at what just happened type thing. But And even though I guess Hoobitude's mic skills, uh, I will say a 450 from Hoobitude Guerrero is like a fucking Hallmark card. Just that was pretty beautiful. sweet. Uh, overall, I will say this was a fun opener. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Three stars. I could only give this one two and a half. Uh, I, I would have expected better from the two of them. That's the only reason why I gave it two and a half. Because I would have expected better from Hobie and Psychosis. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, given the history and shit, I just would have, I don't know. It's probably just being too nitpicky on something that I shouldn't have been nitpicky about, but, mm-hmm. you know. What did you yeah. think, Shelby? Now, this may surprise you, uh, but a uh, nice, quick little ladder match. Not a bad way to start. Four to five match of the night. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is, um, were they piping the fucking, like, Jerry Lawler and Jeremy Borash over the... Yes. the so, I was going to ask if that was the house mic because it, yeah. like, it, it, it sounded like they were going through the arena like and not That's, just... I thought that at first too. I was like, are they going over? But then I think I think it was later on during when Crowbar or mm-hmm. Devin Storm was on. He said something like, let me hear it for you, Australia. And they popped for it. So I was like, oh, so they are live on the mic. Yeah. So that's an interesting concept, but it does create some issues where like, you know, if they're calling what's in the ring then they're calling what the heels are doing behind the ref's back so and the ref would be able to hear that so it, it i don't know it was weird to hear that the other thing the only issue, your point yeah. yeah the only issue i had with this match was um and it's a very very minor thing but the wide shot that they were using for most of this match was not very flattering for the guys mm-hmm. um but yeah like i said four to five match of the night wow yeah all right Next up, in the Seven Deadly Sins Tournament, it is the former Road Dog with 1G for copyright issues. <laughs> uh, although he says later that D-O-double-G, but whatever. Yeah. Take it on K-Dog, a.k.a. Conan, in a dog collar match. 
Uh, when I read this at first, I didn't know it was a seven deadly sins tournament. I just read the card, and I was just like, "The fuck are they in a dog collar match for?" Because they're both know, dogs. Conan oh, has fuck. his dogs. Where are they at? Real yeah, I didn't make that dog. connection. Yeah, I told you how <laughs> fucking retarded I am. I didn't make that connection. Um, I will say Conan's diss on Road Dog was great. Where he was just like, "Oh yeah, uh, you're here without a job. All your other three friends are still employed." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was fucking great. Yeah, um, and I also miss the rolling clothesline that Conan does. Nobody does that anymore. I wish somebody would adopt that. That's good. Um, oh yeah, and then uh, all of a sudden, Road Dog started slapping the turnbuckles, and I'm just like, I thought this was pinfall. Then all of a sudden, the rules change. Did they say pinfall? Well, they just said dog collar match, which, to be fair, they didn't say slap a turn. But I think Conan went for, like, a pinfall. And then they counted. Then all of a sudden, Road Dog slapping fucking turnbuckles. And then, like, all of a sudden, I think it was Borash on the fucking commentary that was just like, oh, yeah, or you can slap the turnbuckles. Like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, I see. I missed you know? that. And then <laughs> I'm like, then I wrote, if it's hardcore rules, why did Conan need to distract the ref? Because at the beginning of the night, when they were going down the card, it said Road Dog versus Conan, hardcore rules. So then why do you need to distract the ref to hit him with something when they're using a fucking dog chain? Yep. <laughs> and I just wrote, what the fuck was that? My first time ever saying this about a match on any review we've ever done on this fucking podcast. Minus five Stars, this was fucking horrendous. I fucking hated every second of this, except for the diss at the beginning. I, I, I want to fucking pin Road Dog to the fucking cross. I hate this match. One point five for the exact same reason, except I didn't hate it, but it was just very clunky, and I didn't understand what happened at the end of it. Clunky would have been an improvement. <laughs> what do you think, Shelby? Three out of five. Oh, what? fuck. Not exactly Piper and Valentine or Punk and MJF, but it wasn't bad. I wasn't missed a bad. lot of the stuff you said, though. What I... fucking match were you watching? <laughs> I was watching Piper and Valentine. <laughs> You're out of your fucking head. I didn't mind it. I was still in good spirits after the latter. They were distracting the ref in a hardcore match. So? All right, I'm out of here. Can you show I know, anyway. I had it. I, 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 you're, oh my god. I, I can forgive the Ronda Rousey Charlotte thing, but this is just fucking retarded. <laughs> you have drank yourself into fucking retardedism. I don't think I have. I think you have. Three stars in this fucking. Are you, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just see me right now. I'm just like. <sighs> upset. Calm oh down. God! Upset would be an improvement. I'm just fucking mystified. I just... Oh my God! Okay, whatever. Let's let's get this shit show over with. Um, <laughs> I just cannot believe that. I, yeah. yeah. This was just horrendous. <laughs> I, I. Okay. <laughs> Next up, exhibition match. Uh, Big Wiggle or Screaming Norman Smiley. Taking on Devin Storm, FKA Crowbar, in just a hardcore match, straight up hardcore, falls count anywhere match. Um, this show that fucking, you know, 
I don't, I don't think it's a secret, but like, believe it or not, Devin Storm, aka Crowbar, one of my top ten favorite wrestlers ever. Mm. Fucking love him. Mm. Uh, but nice springboard crossbody by Storm to get the match going. Then a nice springboard splash and moonsault by Storm. Um, and then for some reason, I don't know what it was about it, but like Norman Smiley hit this beautiful back body drop. Something about this back body drop. I was like, God damn, that looked good. I don't know what it was, but that's what it was. And <laughs> then I marked smiling? out. Like, uh... then, I, then I marked out for the big wiggle. I just wrote big wiggle, big capital letters. That's all I wrote. Um, I thought the table spot was nice. The uh, the first one, that is. Um, the wheelbarrow into the barricade by Storm. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Norman Smiley always had a cool body slam where he'd pick you up for a body slam and do that little swing and then throw you. I always thought that was sweet. And he did that into a garbage can, which I thought was pretty cool. Then he did the little dance afterwards, that little tiny Norman dance. And then the great table spot at the end and uh, Norman Smiley picking up to the finish there. This was match of the night for me. Four stars. Match of the but, night is, oh. but I will say I'm a mark for both of them. So. Match of the night for me as well is three and a half stars. Like, the fucking, just when you thought like you could turn away, you couldn't turn away. Like it was you can't turn away during this and the screams and everything from Smiley to just fucking Made it. I couldn't rank it higher because, like, the fucking it just. I don't know why I couldn't rank it higher, but three and a half match of the night. I knew I was gonna hate this match when I first saw it. Fuck off, pokey outlaw bullshit. It's a hardcore match. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. And they did that finish, which is dangerous as hell, for no build and no title on the line. It Nothing left for the rest though. of the guys to do for it the rest of the fucking beautiful. Night. It was a cool spot, but he also threw the garbage can up there, and then instead of like using it, he just threw it at fucking Norman Smiley. Well, it made, but look at it that way. At least he did that to make it make sense. Because normally you lay somebody on double tables, and you take like four minutes to climb up on whatever just to jump through him. At least he did that, threw it up there perfectly on the first try. Yeah, I wasn't you. saying I wasn't saying that um, that was the reason I hated this match, but. But wait, 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 I'm just, I'm just clarifying here. But then he climbed up there, took the trash can, threw it down on him to make sure, like, all right, you ain't going nowhere, fucker. Then did the table spot. So yeah, it made yeah. sense. Right, right but um, one out of five. All right, I'm going to head out. Disappointed y'all, in you, Shelby. Y'all, y'all can finish. Just, just text me when y'all are done, and fucking I'll come down and edit it. And shit. <laughs> y'all are really testing my patience tonight. All right. Uh, then we get a promo with um, Bret Hart, the commissioner, in the backstage, uh, setting up the next tournament match, which was a open invitational battle royal with backstage interviewer Stevie Ray of Harlem Heat. Bret Hart says that anybody who works for WWA could be uh, the guy selling programs, the guy selling popcorn, could be anybody. If, as long as you work for WWA, you can enter the Battle Royal. And Stevie Ray's like, what about roaming backstage reporters? What about them? Well, I'm going to go get me some ass then, is what Stevie Ray said. <laughs> I'm going to uh, get me some ass. <laughs> or something along that line. I know that. Yeah. Uh, so the Battle Royal starts with Buff Bagwell and the Disco Inferno, who throughout the night they were showing vignettes. Apparently he's so popular in Australia that he couldn't keep people off of him. So he asked a security guard to go hire him some suits. So he could uh, get some protection. Yeah, so he could get some. And he ends up with fruits and pajamas. 
legally not saying bananas and pajamas, but fruits and pajamas or uh, fruits and fruits and suits, fruits and nighttime clothing. You know? um, Jesus. And that becomes a running gag. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the battle royal starts and the first thing I wrote down was LOL King and JB in the battle royal. That cracked me up. Jerry mm-hmm. King Lawler's like, wait, he said anybody can join, right? Well, yeah. He's like, I got an idea. Come on. Come on. He's like, what? Me? And <laughs> he gets JB in there. And then, like, I love the camera guy. He's, like, recording. And he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. He puts the camera down, gets in. Yeah. I love that. And then the two refs come in. Uh, I was just like, man, this is just... They should have went, like, balls to the wall with this fucking... Because it was a comedy match. Let's let's call it like it is. It was a comedy match. They should have went balls to the wall. They should have had the fucking popcorn guy in the stand just, like, putting down his popcorn. They might as well have. You know? They uh, should have just went all out with it. I, I fucking... I thought this was great. Um, then Devin Storm gets eliminated because Devin Storm and Norman Smile they recover from their table spot. They hop uh-huh. in. So I'm fucking commentary. Yeah, and then he gets on car. <laughs> you know, let me hear it for you, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fuck is that about? Just, Why does he keep saying yeah? Know, what the fuck? I don't know, great. What the uh, fuck? And I love when like they were all going to team up on Stevie Ray. It was like Buff Bagwell. Disco, uh, Norman, and I forgot the other. I think Lawler, that's who it was. And they're yeah. like, one, two, three, and they just hawk Disco at Stevie Ray. That was, I thought, that was just fucking great. I was like, this is just sheer fun. I mean, it wasn't meant to be serious. I fucking loved it. Three out of seven. I just wish they would have took the fucking concept. Right? Have the popcorn guy come. Have the program guy come. Have a fucking security guard hop over and shit like that. I think they should have went balls to the wall with this concept even more. You know? Uh, 3.75, just because I had so much fun with it. I gave it three stars because it was fun. It kind of insulted my intelligence as a fan, but I fucking no. loved how fun it was. The cameraman especially, that was my favorite part where the cameraman is just is filming, filming. Just kind of He's shrugs, like, ah, puts it. the camera down, hops in. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think it was insulting to intelligence, though. I, I thought I was genius. I think they could have went further with this concept. They they should have, if they had more time. I think they could have went further. Have the popcorn guy come down. Have a security guard come down. Have the fucking ticket taker come down. Have the ticket taker come down. Have the hot dog seller come down. Man, have a few more like merch random guy. fucking people. Yeah, merch guy come down. Like have like the fucking light guy in the back come down. Have a fucking uh, who else works in a backstage area at a wrestling show like. Uh, fuck, have the writer come down. Fuck, have him come down with like a notepad and shit and fuck it, he throws it down and gets it. Around. I mean, fuck it. Oh man, they could have did so much more with this. I had a lot of fun watching this. Alright, how are you going to piss me off now? Can we skip this? No. <laughs> Can I pretend I never saw this in my entire life? What? Oh, come on! Dumbest nonsensical battle royal I've ever fucking seen. It's sports seen. entertainment. Fuck sports entertainment. That's not what Good I enjoy. <laughs> Minus five stars. Fucking brutal. Wow. Couldn't understand a word that Canyon was saying on commentary. Fucking well, Lawler trying Canyon to fuck the dead. one woman. Uh, well, who's who's fucking... Who's the guy... Who's was fucking, Devin Storm. I thought that was Canyon. That was Devin Storm. Crowbar. Oh, fuck Crowbar. Anyways, couldn't understand a word he was saying. Lawler trying to fuck the women that, like, entered the Battle Royal. Dropping <laughs> <laughs> the fucking camera and... Anybody can enter. The refs got in. It was fucked. 
It was stupid. But I fucking hated here's it. The thing, here's, here's another problem I have with that concept, okay? Let's say, again, let's live in a world where we don't know wrestling's a fucking work and shit. All right? Let's say a referee, for somehow or another, won this battle royal. So, like, referee fucking Mark, the Slick Johnson wins the battle royal. This was just the first round. What was going to happen yeah. in the second round? But he just made everybody that he beat look like a bitch because they got beat by a referee. But I'm just saying, but think about what, okay, so here's Slick Johnson at ringside, okay? He's like, oh, man, anybody can, remember, we're living in a world, we don't know this is a word. Okay? Right. He's sitting at ringside like, oh, man, anybody can enter this. I can get in there. So he enters, somehow wins. So Mark, uh, Slick Johnson, like, yeah, I just won the battle royal and everything. I'm in the tournament. I could be world champion. Now in the next round, I believe he would take on, yeah, he would take on Jeff Jarrett in the next round. What the fuck is he going to do in a match with Jeff Jarrett? I don't know, but everybody in that battle royal is fucking useless now. They just <laughs> lost to a fucking referee. Well, considering Buff fucking won it, I mean, think about it. Hmm. Fair point. More of a reason you know, to hate it. I don't know. I, I think I think you're being a little harsh with your negative five stars. Maybe. Yeah. I just, I, at this point, I was starting to regret this a lot. I really wanted oh. to watch the other one. <laughs> well, we couldn't with matches missing. I know, I know. And speaking of matches missing, there's actually a funny story about one of the matches on here, which is weird. Um, coming up next is a, the final first round match in the Seven Deadly Sins tournament. It is a guitar on a pole match. I do not know if Vince Russo had any booking on this. Um, but it is Jeff Jarrett taking on the hometown boy from Melbourne, Australia, or Sydney, Australia, whatever. Nathan Jones. This is a uh, very young Nathan Jones here. Oh, boy. This before. This is before he became the Colossus of Bago Road. He was known as the Front Row, which I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, when they said Jeff Jarrett's going to be taken on the Front Row, I'm like, so they're just going to have the audience join in now? I mean, hey, look at the Battle Royal. Fuck, Takes might on as the well. whole Front Row, just cracking in the face. Kid comes now, up. Now, if they did crack. a bunch of plants and one by one they came in and Jarrett gave him guitar shots, that would have been fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but the battle, but the battle royal, royal was bullshit. No, the battle royal was bullshit. That doesn't make any sense. It does. It doesn't make sense at all. Because the fucking reps, reps were beating up the fucking actual. If you like sports entertainment, Jarrett. that was sports entertainment at its finest, and you're going to say that Jeff Jarrett beating up the front row of plants. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Would have been better than that. Yes. No. Yes. No. I, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's because the it doesn't make it look fake. Of sports entertainment. That the battle royal is the Vince Russo. Maybe Man. Jim Hurd. Maybe he Jim Hurd sold a lot of pizza. Alright. Um and the only thing I wrote for this match, I wasn't really enjoying it at all. I just wrote killed your hometown boy in the first round. Two stars. Ooh, you were jealous. How are you gonna build, I gave it one and a half build, for the same reason. How are you gonna build up this front row guy, your big fucking monster at this time face? As like, oh yeah, he's big. He's the front row and everything, and he's from Australia. Yeah, we love him because he's Australian. And then you take him out in the first round. Rosie the face was more over than Jarrett than fucking Nathan Jones was. Was he a face? Because his manager tried to interfere in the middle of the match. I was like, I was so confused. He wasn't even his manager. It was just a celebrity guest. I don't know. It was just I didn't really understand it either i gave it a one out of five didn't enjoy it and would you give it nick one and a half one and a half 
with a big oof at the end of that. Yeah. All right. And now we start the semifinals of the um, Seven Deadly Sins tournament. We find out that Seacoast, or not Seacoast, I'm sorry, Hoovy, uh, supposedly, I don't know if it was true or kayfabe, um, but broke his ribs in the ladder match. So Road Dog, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. First, King comes out. And he wants to he wants to talk to the fruits because in the battle royal the fruits came out and uh, eliminated Disco Inferno and then they were eliminated which I would have loved to have seen that main event Jeff Jarrett versus one of the fruits in nighttime clothes. Um, oh God! But <laughs> but uh, Jerry Lawler wants to get to the bottom of it. they want to know why they eliminated Disco if they were hired him. But before we could get any answers, uh, here comes um, Lenny Lane and Lodi. A.K.A. the West uh, Hollywood Blondes. Hey, hey, easy now. Um, <clears throat> they come out, which I will say there was a great line because Bret Hart comes out and he's like, "All right, had enough of all this." Oh, West Fruits. Road Dog. Yep, that's the one. I wrote down. <laughs> Road Dog. <laughs> he comes out. He's like, "All right, Road Dog, you're gonna be taking on Lenny Lane and Lodi. It's a three-way match. So Fruits, get out of the ring." And Lawler's just like, "Which two? And that got Bret Hart to break. He he's, just <laughs> he like, <did. laughs> he's like, yeah, out of the ring. <laughs> so that was good. Um, Lenny, uh, great leg drop by Lane. Um, they did a, they did a, ver- Lenny Lane and Lodi did a fucking version of the 3D that I don't think I've ever seen after. Yeah. They, they 3D setup, but instead of a 3D, they did it as a bulldog. Yeah. I thought, I was like, man, that's, that's dope. Why isn't everybody taking that? Um, they, they they did something where like Road Dog was supposed to kick out, and they're like, "Oh, he kicked out. He never fucking moved." No, they're like, "Oh, Road Dog kicked out. His shoulder never fucking moved. He did not kick out." Um, I will say, uh, they did they did a good build between Lodi and Lane between like, you know. No, I'm gonna get the pen. No, you, no, I am, I am. Then they finally, they finally came to it where they they fought each other. I thought that was a really good build in the time mm-hmm. given that they had. Um, great moonsault by Lenny. Lenny Lane is fucking. I I think if we ever did for some reason if we ever did like a top underrated wrestlers list, Lenny Lane would somewhere be on there because he was just so fucking good. It's just that his gimmick that he was given in WCW and such like that just got so much controversy at the time that he wasn't people look past the wrestling. They're just like, Oh, we can't do the gay thing right now. And such like that. I think that was his problem. Um, Lenny lane was so good. That's all I wrote down just because I enjoyed a lot of Lenny lane and some of the spots I really liked on here. I gave it three stars. Well, you know, hate me then because I gave it one and a half. It was more of a, yeah, yeah, it's over. I liked the buildup between Lenny and Lodi, but it just, then Road Dog gets the win, not to mention it's Road Dog versus Lenny Lane versus fucking the former Kiwi. Kiwi wasn't in there. That was Lodi, though. Wasn't Lodi no. Kiwi? No. How oh, well, then, was Kiwi? I, I read the wrong thing. Anyway. Well, anyway, one and a half, because fuck this match. I'm going to rock a wiki on that real quick. Hold on. Zero out of five. What? Why? I didn't. I didn't enjoy the tag team of Lenny, whoever the fucking Lodi. 
It just it. I, didn't I have like a it. WCW Nitro fucking trading card from '97 of Lenny Lane. <laughs> do you really? Mm-hmm. I do indeed. So what you're trying to say is that you're a homophobe? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, no, I'm trying. <laughs> Not you, Shelby. <laughs> No, I'm trying to say I don't need to see two men laying on top of each other trying to insinuate sex in the middle of a match. I don't need to see that. They didn't insinuate sex. They They did, by the way they were laying on top of them for the pinfalls. (laughs) Didn't enjoy it. We are all inclusive. We are. Yeah, no, yeah. Alan Funk wasn't loady. I don't know, I didn't. I just maybe the gimmick was just ahead of its time, you know. I think today this could totally work. I don't want maybe to go maybe not in a, maybe not in a comedic fashion. I don't think you could play this for laughs. Maybe like that spot, the doggy style spot. Maybe that, but like maybe like some of the. Well, you know what? I have something to say about that in a match later. So, hold on. Um, coming up next is the final semifinal match: Jeff Jarrett. Taking on Buff Wag, Buff Wagwell. Buff Wagwell. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Buff Bagwell. There we go. Tits, uh, whips, and Buff match. Tips, whips, and Buff match. There I'm you like, go. Did he just say tits? Oh my fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's funny how, like, you know, at the time, you know, I'm pretty sure WCW was bought by this point. Um. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it was October. Yeah. So yeah. they were bought. So how was Buff able to use his WCW music? Oh, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Um, <laughs> Buff music's hit, Buff hit, and the Road Dog graphic came up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing, nothing noteworthy here. This could have been better because the concept I thought was there, you know, people on the outside with the whips and everything. It was kind of like a fucked up lumberjack match but uh could have been better one and a half stars i gave it two for the same reason yeah i gave it a two as well though like uh like you said i do feel like there's something there with the whipping lumberjacks mm-hmm. on the outside all right that was a quick one and coming up next is luna vashon that's a name we don't mention here that often luna vashon taking on fuck his name vampire war he's always going to be getting girl to me um, taking on Gangrel in a black wedding match, apparently at a previous World Wrestling All-Star show that was not televised. They had a little bit of a lover's quarrel because uh, at the time they were married. Mm. Um, and they would be married for, I believe, another six years after this match. Um, but uh, Luna, upset, uh, wanted to have a match and they would have a black wedding match, which the rules of that were never really stated. So I guess it's just Wedding shit around the ring. What the fuck is up with me in words tonight? Wedding shit around the ring. Uh, because there's wedding cakes and gifts and whatever. Uh, I just, the only thing I wrote down here was bizarre story they're trying to tell here. And fucking did Gangrel put some stink on that fucking impaler? Two stars. I give it That's one the reason star. I gave it two stars, just because of that fucking impaler, man. He put. God damn! Yeah. It was like it, it was like backstage. Luna was like, "Don't don't hold back on an impaler." And Gangrel's like, "All right, <laughs> you know." I gave Luna it one star. This is absolutely dreadful. They are pretty much have make this stop. Tongs to the dong. One star. Dreadful. 
Huh. Mona well, did have a nice ass, though. I will say that. This wasn't the worst thing on the show, but it was a glorified domestic one out of five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this is interesting uh, about this next uh, match coming up. I have something interesting about this. Oh, boy. So, when I went to go look up the card for this match and know what I'd be getting into, it said this match would be a dark match. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. I guess this was something for the fans and everything. So when the pay-per-view started, they were like, okay, and later on we're going to have a four-way skin-to-win match. I'm like, why are they advertising this if it's going to be a dark match? Yeah. You know? So then later, I was like, okay, maybe they just left that in, fucking whatever. Well, later on, now they're showing the competitors. They're they're hyping up this match. I'm like, why do they keep hyping this match if they're not going to show it? You know, well, it turns out the Wikipedia... Lo and behold, is wrong. Because <laughs> on the version that we watched on YouTube, this match is included. It is a four-way skin-to-win match, which apparently all you got to do is take your top off in this one, mm-hmm. uh, with four wrestlers that I've never even heard of and I've never even heard of since. I honestly think one of those girls was actually a wrestler, and I think the other two were just calendar models or something. Uh, we get Queen Bee, Violet DeRossi, uh Adria James or Audio James and Sharon Awad. Come on, burn this match in hell. Wait, 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 wait. Five stars. Sharon Awad was uh, actually a guy. That was the story going into this match. Um, this is the match that I'm just like. This was totally not LGBTQ friendly. <laughs> no. I mean, they kept burn it in hell. They kept referring to. They kept referring to the guy as like a monstrosity, a thing, and it. And I'm just like, that's the shit. Like the Lenny Lane and Lodi thing, that possibly today you could probably get away with some community value. Like, haha, two guys doing doggy high in a wrestling match. That's what this you cannot call a fucking trans guy it and get away with it. No, you cannot call a trans guy a thing and get away with it. Definitely not. You cannot call a trans guy. A monstrosity. I mean, I'll believe he wasn't really trans, but still, you mm. cannot make that illusion and get away with it today. If it you walks know? like a duck and quacks like a duck. Yeah. Um, the the Adira girl at the end when it came down to Adira and the guy who was, was it, Danny Dominion or Danny Demonte, Danny De- whatever. Dominion, I believe. Yeah. She was actually showing some potential. Like, okay, like if she actually goes and trains somewhere, she might actually be able to get some work somewhere she was actually showing some potential which is the only reason i gave it a half a star i gave it minus five fuck this yeah I, we heard you <laughs> i gave it a zero dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right and then the main event in a 15 foot high steel cage for the world wrestling all-stars heavyweight championship <laughs> jeff jarrett Taking on Road Dog. Um, and then before the match, though, the two fruits come out again. The fruits in nighttime clothing. And Disco Inferno's out there because he wants to beat their ass. And um, he gets on top of the cage and they're fighting and he punches one of the bananas off the um, top of the cage through a table, which Jerry Lawler had a great line. Um, they're like, they're getting some help out here for the fruits. And then Jerry Lawler's like, who do you call a doctor or a chef? Which that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we saw a bump in fruit. Yeah. 
This, this is something about the match started. Bret Hart gets on commentary. Okay. This is something that bothered me. So Road Dog, I think they're doing like the rudimentary shit, like headlock, throwing off the rope, shit like that, you know. Road, yeah. it, Bret Hart said, Road Dog has been training all week for this match, taking this match seriously. I'm like, how the fuck has he been training for this match when he didn't even know he was gonna make it all the way to the finals? He's training for the tournament, I guess you're supposed to kind of differentiate. But that's not what he said. I know. That's not what he said. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's not what he said. Yeah. Um, why is there a ref bump in a cage match? <laughs> and what the fuck was that finish? Two and a half stars. You were generous again. Two stars for the exact same reasons. What the fuck just happened? They also at least like this. At least, like, the shit kind of made sense on, like, the fucking dog collar match where I'm just like, huh? Like, why are you hiding it from the ref when you're allowed to do it? At least, like, with the the ref bump, I'm just like, all right, at least you could chalk that up to, like, oops, I accidentally hit the ref. Like, if we're living in a world where we don't know it's fixed. But, like, the dog collar match made no goddamn sense whatsoever. This, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, but, like, uh, in the finish where, like, Brett's like, no. Nobody wins. And then, like, yeah. it was like, and then Jeremy Borash is setting up in some weird, bizarre heel turn. Or it's just like, Bret Hart's just mad because he can't be the champion. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I thought that I, was I, Bret I Hart's no, heel turn. I just had no idea where they were going yeah. fucking with it. And then the funny thing is, I don't think Bret Hart, I think by the second show, Bret Hart wouldn't even be the commissioner anymore. He'd be Sid Vicious, I think. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, this match was horse shit. Um, escaping the cage and then going back in the cage doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, one out of five. Yeah, but the whole idea of a steel cage is just to keep people to keep out. To keep them so like, inside the cage. That's the point of a steel cage match, is to keep them so inside why, the cage. Yeah, but at least the match didn't end when they went outside. It should have. Because they escaped well, no. the cage. Yeah, but no. Yeah. You either stay in the cage or you leave the cage. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. That's how you win. Or you put a roof on the thing so they can't escape the cage, like normal cage matches, like regular cage matches were back in the day. Well, if it was regular cage matches back in the day, we'd all have chicken wire. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) They updated it a little bit. (laughs) All right. And that was the very first world wrestling all-stars inception show and like we said earlier they would have uh, three or four more pay-per-views uh the next one was very well uh, in my eyes a very good one just because of that one match i couldn't tell you anything else that happened on that fucking show rather than the three-way cruiserweight match with eddie guerrero Juventud, and i believe psychosis uh, great fucking match it, it, i should make that my vintage pick of the week but i have a better one um uh, but so on a scale of one to ten, what do we give World Wrestling All Stars? The Inception Four. Fucking two. I'm gonna go a little higher because I had a lot of fun with a lot of the matches here. Uh, the ladder match is great, and despite what Shelby said, the battle royal was a lot, a lot of fun. I just wish they would have took the concept even further. Just get just really good. If you're gonna go nutty, it's one of those things where like if you're gonna go nutty, go fucking nutty. You know, don't go a little nutty. Go fucking big nutty. You know, big nutty. Uh, but I still, but I still had fun watching it. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this show a five. 
You know, I think you could. I think they should have made the skin to win match like a pre-show match, maybe to get the crowd hype or some shit like that. You know, um, tits, whips, and buff. Uh, like tits, whips, I get, but the buff. What what part of the stipulation was that? Buff Bagwell's in the match, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> you know? But I mean, this was like a, a you know, <clears throat> uh, I've, I've mentioned on the podcast before where. You know, some of these shows like TNA and such like that, where like I would just go to the pay per view channel and listen to the show. The World Wrestling All Stars was another one of those shows where like I'm like, all right, I can't order the pay per view. I can go listen to the shit though. And like th- this, this was the, I think this uh, second show was when I started listening to it. Uh, I know the second and third, third I know I listened to for sure. I don't know about the, I don't know about the third one though, or fourth one though. You know, I don't know, but I don't know. I remember really enjoying the the second one though, so may, maybe we'll do that one day because I know the second one is really, uh, to my recollection, it's really good just for that one match alone. I don't know about the rest of the show, so maybe we'll do that. One. Oh, it looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah, not then they actually had some names too. Not yeah, that they I, like I said, just that fucking three way match alone is, you know. And if anybody, and if you're like, hey, fuck you, I don't want to listen to any more World Wrestling on Stars. Uh, Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret, he does a great video on the history of World Wrestling All-Stars, if you just want to go check that out. All right. So that was um, World Wrestling All-Stars, The Inception. And the next one is The Revolution, which if you watch the Brian Zane video, you get that joke. So we are going to head into our fact of the week, which Nick usually provides us with a fun little fact or a story or something like that. Uh, So Nick, what do you got for us this week? During a match on the revived ECW by WWE, uh, Tommy Dreamer once shit his pants by way of a world's strongest slam from Mark Henry at ringside and had no idea until he was in the locker room well after the match had finished that he shit himself. How do you shit your pants and not know? That's what I want to know. (laughs) Well, Well, I guess I was sleeping, so I guess I wouldn't count. All right, then. Well, good job, Tommy Dreamer. All right. Mm-hmm. All good right. Job. And now we're. Uh, good guess. job, Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> he shit his pants and had no idea. <laughs> Blamed it on Mark Henry at that. <laughs> Fucking Mark Henry. Mark Henry, you shit in my pants. <laughs> you shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let's move this along. I'm more of an N word than you are. Get oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're going to move on to a new game we introduced last week. Hopefully it's a little shorter than it was last week. Yeah. Uh, this game is called Back and Forth. So we're each going to – so, like, I will provide Dick and um, Shelby here with a category. And then Nick will provide an answer. Shelby will provide one back and forth, back and forth. Until one either gives an incorrect answer or if they somehow complete the list of answers, um, whoever gets the last correct answer will receive a point. So your first category that I'm going to give you is I'm only counting the WCW lineage, not the WWE one, but WCW Cruiserweight Champions. Uh, Shelby, you can start. Rey Mysterio. Yes. Dean Malenko. Yes. Eddie Guerrero. 
Yes. Ultimo Dragon. Yes. Chris Jericho. Yes. Oh. Hooventooth. Yes. You fucker. Uh, Psychosis? Yes. Phew. Jushin Thunder Liger? Shelby, point. Yes! Jushin Thunder Liger Liger was a light heavyweight champion, but he was (laughs) never the cruiserweight champion. Damn it. Let me double check that, make sure I'm right. I'm pretty sure he never won it, though. I didn't have another one, so you probably would have said. Actually, I do have one more. Nope. Nope. He was never a cruiserweight champion. Where's my points for this? There it is. Points. Here we go. So, Shelby, point. Hell yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next. WrestleMania main events. Oh, wait. Before you go. Ah. Um. Couple of names y'all missed. Lenny Lane was one. Billy Kidman, like you said, Disco Inferno was actually one. Crowbar, Helix Skipper, Mike Sanders, Shane Helms. Just want to throw out a couple there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So WrestleMania say- main event. Yeah, and I guess uh, we started with me, so we'll start with Nick. Well, so what do you accept here? Do you accept the actual match, or do you accept competitors? Competitors. Rod Hart. Uh sorry. So it's like. Bret Hart versus. That's Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. All right. Um, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan versus Orndorff and Roddy Piper. Yep. Triple H versus Chris Benoit versus Shawn Michaels. Yep. Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. Yep. Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Ted DiBiase versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. Randy Orton versus Batista versus Daniel Bryan. Yes. Macho Man Randy Savage versus Hulk Hogan. Yes. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Yes. Hulk Hogan versus The Ultimate Warrior. Yes. The Undertaker versus Edge. Yes. Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. Yes. John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Yes. Hulk Hogan versus Sid Justice. Yes. John Cena versus Triple H. Yes. What's your definition of main event? Uh, the match that closed the show. Hulk Hogan versus Yokozuna. Oh, fuck. Yes. Today, Junior. <laughs> Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar. Yep. Bret Hart versus Yokozuna. Yep. J- 
John Cena versus The Miz. Yep. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. Yep. John Cena versus The Rock. Yep. Sid Vicious versus... Oh, I'm sorry. Psycho Sid versus The Undertaker. Yep. Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Yep. Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. Big Show versus Mick Foley versus Triple H versus The Rock. Yep. Batista versus Triple H. Yep. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock 2. Yes. How do you count the two night WrestleManias? Man event of night one, man event of night two. Yeah, well, we'll do that. Yep, that makes sense. Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. Um. Did you say Shawn Michaels versus John Cena? Yes, he did. Um, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. Yep. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Yep. On a technicality, I'm going to let that go because that's technically not it. Yeah, it is. It just happened. Oh, okay. Oh, then Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. Yes. That's the one you were thinking. Yeah. (laughs) Triple H versus Randy Orton. I believe so, yes. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Yes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> who were the champions? At that one. That was... Uh, <sighs> um... Brock Lesnar versus Triple H versus Seth Rollins. Huh? Yeah, what? WrestleMania 31. Or Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, sorry. I just said that. (laughs) Yeah, he did, actually. Um, Give you one more try. I... Um... See, I don't know. You're done? Yeah. All right. I don't think Undertaker versus AJ Styles was said. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, There's also a John Cena. I I didn't know if you were going to count Lesnar versus McIntyre or McIntyre versus Big Show. Mm. Um, There was also a Rock and John Cena match. I think only one of them was mentioned. Oh. Yeah. So there's a couple. 
Oh, okay. Um, you got like the first ten for sure, though. <laughs> that's where I was w- going. I did w- one. I did one through. I did one, one through, through eleven. 10, yeah, yeah. Intercontinental champions. Oh God. Pat Patterson. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Owen Hart. Yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Edge. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Chris Benoit. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah. Didn't you just say him? I said Chris Benoit. Oh. You're still um, Chris's pal. <laughs> All you fucking Canadians look alike to me. I don't give a shit. Um, Santino Morella. Yep. Braun Strowman. Yep. Triple H. Yep. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yep. The Miz. Yep. Kevin Owens. Yep. Um, Ultimate Warrior. Yep. Kofi Kingston. Yep. Rick Rude. Yep. China. Yep. Damn, I was saving that one. <laughs> I was going to wait for you to run out of answers and throw a China out there. Um... Mr. Perfect. Yep. Randy Savage. Yep. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Already said. Oh. Um, oh yeah. Ricochet. Yep. Bret Hart. Yep. Um. British Bulldog. Yep. Rob Van Dam. Yep. Shelton Benjamin. Yep. Christian. Yep. Um. Sammy Zayn. Was he an continental champion? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booker T. Yep. Randy Orton? Yep. Carlito? Yep. Ric Flair? Yep. Kane? Yep. Albert? Yep. Cody Rhodes? Yep. Lance Storm. Yep. Test. Yep. Oh, The Rock. Yep. And you already said The Rock. Did I? I'm pretty sure you did after you said Stone Cold. Yeah, right. I think, The yeah. Godfather. Yep. Uh, Damien Sandow. Points. Fuck. Well. God damn it. Hell yeah. God damn it. 
Good. I had three in the chamber, so it was good. It's, it, you get to a point where you're like, who's been said and who hasn't been said? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right, well, Shane Douglas. Go. Razor Ramon. God damn it. Yeah. I had Ken Shamrock, Road Dog, Gold Shamrock. Dust already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me get my list here. Jarrett. Jarrett. I said Jarrett. Oh, okay. Fucking Gunther. 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 I said Kevin right, Owens. You get my No, wait. Yeah, no, he hasn't. Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman Ryback. Reigns. Rusev. Rusev wasn't. He was in it. He was the United States champion. Oh, he's U.S. champion. That's right. Reigns beat uh, the Miz. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, where's the list of fucking people in this goddamn thing? Ah, here we go. Okay. Uh, all right. So I want you to list members of the NWO Black and White. Nobody from Black and Red. And this can include members of NWO Japan as well. So if they no NWO in- <laughs> no Wolfpack, no NWO 2000. So if they were in NWO 2000 or NWO Wolfpack, they don't count? No. Only NWO Black and White. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Kevin Nash. Yes. Scott Hall. Yes. Uh, The Giant. Yes. Eric Bischoff. Yes. Uh, Ted DiBiase. Yes. Sean Waltman. Yes, I'll accept. Conan. Yes. Bret Hart. NWO 2000, I'll take it. Scott Steiner. No, wait. No, I said no NWO 2000. I was like... (laughs) Okay, Jeff Farm. NWO Sting, yeah, I'll take it. Um... Buff Bagwell. Yes. Virgil or Vincent? Yes. Horace Hogan? Yes. Scott Steiner? Yes. Um. Fuck. Um, was Jeff Jarrett said? He's in WO2000. But was he in the Japan one as well? No. No. Oh. Fuck it, I give. I miss a lot of them, man. Uh, y'all could add Dennis Rodman. Y'all could ah. add... Uh, hold on, let me mark the point here for Nick. Uh, y'all can have Scott Norton, Big Bubba Rogers, uh, Michael Wall Street, Randy Savage, Great Buddha, Tenzan. Oh, Randy Savage, shit. Um, <clears throat> Masahiro Chono, The Disciple, Nick Patrick. Oh, yeah, um, Nick Patrick. <laughs> Rick Rude, Stevie Ray. Oh, yeah. Yeah, y'all miss uh, quite a few of them there. Mm. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, you're next. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, Canadian pro- male professional wrestlers. Edge. Yeah. Bret Hart. Yep. Test. Yep. Owen Hart. Yep. Chris Jericho. Yep. Bruce Hart. Yep. Stu Hart. Yep. British, uh, no. <laughs> I'm about to say British Bulldog. Motherfucker's British. <laughs> it's like he was married to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, um, believe it or not, you can look it up for confirmation. Jinder Mahal. Yep. Yep. Counts. Kevin Owens. Yep. Um, David Hart. Yes. Lance Storm. Yep. Oh, fuck. I forgot about it. Um, Teddy Hart. Yep. Christian. Yep. I'll come out of parts. <laughs> and I don't know if Natalia is Canadian. Um, and she's not a man. I did say man. Oh yeah, you did say man. Yeah. Oh, Canadian shit. Um, Angelo Mosca. Yep. I pulled that one out the ass. <laughs> Plucked it out. It's- Sean Morley. Val Venus. Was Val Venus Canadian? Oh, let me rock a wiki for verification. Yeah. Uh, Sean. I don't think he was, but I'll no, he was. Oh, he is. Yep. Nope. He's right. Sorry. My bad. <clears throat> I did not know that. Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a deal. Okay. Um. Who else is Canadian? I don't. I doubt you're gonna count this, but the Calgary kid. It's the fucking Miz. But he was built from Calgary. Is that like a one night thing? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a second try here. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I think that should count, but okay. <laughs> He wasn't born in Canada. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Canadian. 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 Um. There's still some pretty famous names on this list. I know, and I'm fucking drawing a blank. Drawing a blank, yeah. You know, that's what's killing me. Um, And I know it's going to fucking kill me when I hear some of the names, too. Yeah. 
Although I think you know Calgary kids should be a you know good enough answer. No, it's not. Oh, earthquake. Yep. Because he was originally billed as Canadian earthquake. Starting Calgary. Um, T.J. Wilson. Yep. See, I wasn't for sure if he was Canadian or not. Tyson Kidd. You know. I mean, I knew he started. I knew he was like one of the final graduates of the Heart Dungeon, but I didn't know if he was actually Canadian. Yeah. Rick Martell. Yep. Roddy Piper. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> well, every time I keep pulling one out, I'm just like, I got, I got to hope that's the last one there. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, uh Philip Lafon. Yep. <laughs> um. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Don't do this. Sorry? Stu Grayson. Yeah. Evil Uno? Um, His partner's not Canadian? Oh, yep. He's Canadian. Woo! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Come on, Nick. There's so many names. Yeah, I know there's so many names, but stop <laughs> my dangus. God damn, man. That's rude. <laughs> um, Canadians. <sighs> Natalia. Uh, males. males. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, did I say test? Yep. Yes, you did. I'll give you one more. Michael Benoit. Damn. Rene Dupree. I guess. Well, I mean, we can go with either either of those. I'll give him Rene Dupree. All right. Um, Eric Young. Yep. David Young. Who the hell's David Young? No, sorry, Josh Alexander. What? Josh <laughs> you, go Alexander. From David, you go from David Young to Josh Alexander? Yeah, because the diamonds in the rough shot. Josh okay. Alexander. All right, yes. Um, Petey Williams. Yep. Ethan Page. Yep. A1. Yeah. Bobby Roode. Scott Damore? I believe so. Yep. Mad Dog Vashon. Yep. Luna, but uh, not a male. Um, who was that other fucking person in Johnny? Johnny? Ah, I know you're thinking of. Johnny. He has another name as well. Yeah. Which he used more in wrestling than that name. Johnny. I'll so accept it. You're close. Okay. I'll accept it when Johnny you say Devon? the full thing. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, fuck. What was his name? 
Johnny, who's the fucking guy who did the shit with Team Canada and fucking the Dudleys and shit? Oh, I was thinking of a different Johnny, but yes, that one. There's that one, too. I can't think of his fucking... I know it's Johnny something. I just can't think of his fucking... Can I get the steel? No, you can't get the steel. Shut up. No, that's how this works. <laughs> no, that's Jeopardy, goddammit. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. That name is going to drive me up the fucking wall now. Um, I'll give it to you when you give up. No, that, no, because then I don't win. <laughs> Uh, Johnny, Johnny, hot stuff or no? Johnny, God damn it, Johnny! All right, I'm done. Johnny Divine. Damn it, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> Nick actually said it too. I thought you were thinking of um, Johnny Canine from uh, uh, Dark Side, who wrestled as Bruiser Bedlam. But, oh, okay. Yeah, there was him too. Tyler, uh, was Tyler Breeze was said, I believe. Um, Don Callis. No, Tyler uh, Breeze was that guy. <laughs> Grace bastard. Uh, Renee Dupree, I believe, wasn't said. Um, yeah, spoiler. I said Dupree. Okay. Uh, Sean Spears, Sean Stasiak, uh, Tiger Ali Singh, and Tyler Jeet Singh, Hunt Schmidt, which I didn't know, George Scott. There's a lot of names. Lanny Poffo. Hmm. Yeah. All right. And my last one here. I believe it's Nick's. Oh, whoa. oh I'm sorry. Go ahead. So my last one. Because, I mean, I think, yeah, I think this is the last round. Because it's been two rounds, and we're now at fucking... See how much time we, we, we have enough time for events. Ah, damn. We had one. a good one for the last one. <laughs> Save it for next week. NXT Champions. Oh, boy. So we're talking, like, the NXT Championship. WWE not... NXT Champions. All right, so we're talking the NXT Championship. The NXT World Championship. Okay, okay. Men's. Who starts? All right. Yep. Um, Sami Zayn. Yep. Big E Langston. Yep. Kevin Owens. Yep. Bo Dallas. Yep. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yep. Samoa Joe. Yep. Bobby Lashley. Or Bobby Lashley. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I meant Bobby Roode. Which one are you going with? Bobby Roode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, go with Bobby Lashley. Go Lashley. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> um, shit cross. Yep. I don't believe that's his actual name, but... I think it is. It might <laughs> well be. Wow. Uh, Adam Cole, baby. Yep. Um, Brown Breaker. Yep. Keith Lee. Yep. Um, Alistair Black. Yep. Tommaso Ciampa. Yep. Johnny Gargano. Yep. 
today, Junior. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said Samoa Joe, right? I yep. did. Okay. Fuck. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Yep. Um, Andrade Almas. Yep. God damn it, that was my next one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, I have one that I'm saving. Fuck you. Fuck everything about you. Giggity. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, Bo Dallas? I already said it. Damn it. Yep. Kevin Owens was said. Sami Zayn said. Fuck. Um, God damn it. Come on. This is your brand. <laughs> I know, and I have a feeling I'm missing somebody that I actually, like, was watching during, too. But I can't think of who it is. This is fucking shitty. Uh, who had it? This was Kevin. It was Joe. Andra. Tis, tis, tisk. Adam Cole. Um, fuck. Yeah, I gotta give it at this point. Adrian yeah, Neville, so Dolph Ziggler, Finn Balor, Ziggler, Balor, fucking Samoa Joe. I said Samoa. He said Samoa Joe. I said Samoa. Um, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was said as well. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler and Finn Balor were the only ones not said then because everybody else, I think, Adrian so Neville. Adrian, Adrian Neville wasn't said. Dolph Ziggler wasn't said. Finn Balor wasn't said. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the furthest we've gotten on one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Damn it. I kind of wanted to do my third one, too. Damn it. Should have did that one first. All right. All right. Before we get into our vintage picks of the week, we got to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, that being the great people over at MoviesRUSA.net, which just like our sponsor over at HardToFindTV.com, they specialize in hard-to-find TV shows and films that are either hard to find on physical media, never been on physical media or haven't been on physical media in quite a long time. And I went to target the other day to, and I went to their movie section to look at it and it was just fucking pathetic. Uh, physical media is out there just dying a slow, miserable, painful fucking death and sites like movies are USA.net or keeping it alive. Um, and like I said, on hard to find uh, TV.com, they just recently released hardcore pawn, on DVD, well, you can get that exact same show if you want it in 1080p fucking 9K picture quality. You can get it on Blu-ray at moviesrusa.net. And if you head on over there and see the price, and you're like, "Whoa, this is a little high," you know, not the it's not a budget-friendly price. Well, guess what? I'm gonna make it budget-friendly for you because when they said, "Hey," You know, we're going to sponsor your podcast. If you're the fucking artist version one and fucking Chubbs and fucking Nick, we're going to give you a deal. Not really how it went down, but still. Um, <laughs> we're going to give you a coupon code, and it's going to save you not 15% like hard to find uh, TV.com, which is still a great deal. But we're going to give you a coupon code that is 50% off. All you got to go, all you got to do is go over there, find whatever you want. It could be Hardcore Pawn, it could be the new Bob's Burgers movie. It could be the whole, it could be the new Reno 911 movie they did for Paramount Plus. It could be whatever. Um, all you got to do is put in the coupon code three-way 
uh, the word, not the number, and you will save 50% on your purchase. And if you spend over $50, boom, free shipping. Don't know about the international, though, because I know we have some Canadians uh, with us here. Most of our listening base is Canadian. Um, <laughs> yeah. So don't know if there's an international charge. Uh, so it might be a little bit more for you guys. Uh, but if there's something that you're looking it's for, again, they're very open to requests. Um, he's very open to requests. All you got to do is just go to the website. It'll be a little chat box on there. Just say, hey, I'm looking for this. He'll get back to you. Uh, so, yeah, head on over to moviesrusa.net. Use that coupon code three-way. Save yourself 50% off. Get yourself some great physical media. Because don't go to Walmart and Target and look at their movie section. It's just just sad. It'll, it'll be like, you know, looking at a movie section at a brick-and-mortar store these days. It's kind of like the Indian crying on the side of the road. And those old ads, you know? Yeah. It's like I just bring a tear to my eye. All right. Now it's time to get to our vintage pick of the week, which is usually a show, a, you know, match, something we think you should seek out and watch. So, uh, Shelby, what's your vintage pick of the week? From SmackDown in July 2005, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. This one's really out there. It's from Monday Night Raw, May 10th, 2004, Batista versus Tajiri. <laughs> Who versus Tajiri? Batista. Batista, oh, okay. <clears throat> Mine's not really vintage yet. Uh, I saw it the other day, and I, I just I, I wanted to share it because I thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. Um, but Danhausen, Danhausen was at C two E two this year, and uh, he ran into uh, God. Did you see it? I think I did. Where, where he ran into CM Punk? Yeah. See, uh, Danhausen runs into CM Punk, and he's just like, "Okay, I think you owe me for using my finishing move all those all those years. So you're gonna buy some very expensive comics for me." So he buys like the first issue of like where the X Men appeared, and it's like a forty five hundred dollar comic, and uh, picks out like all these expensive comics. And Punk's like, "Okay, isn't that enough?" And he's like, "How many times have you used my move?" <laughs> Punk just hangs his head down like. Like, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> so he picks out, like, a, and he's like, oh, what else you got? And he's like, oh, I have the first edition Spider-Man. That's about $25,000. <laughs> Punk's like, do you accept cards? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a funny fucking clip. It's on uh, Dan Housen's YouTube channel. Love that, Dan Housen. Uh, <laughs> it was fucking hysterical. Just, just Punk's reactions to it. Just like, okay, isn't that enough? He's like, how many times have you used my move? <sighs> we never mentioned that Punk is back either. Well, I'm pretty sure Not a casual it. wrestling fan would know. I suppose. They don't need our podcast. I doubt they're he's like, I can't back. watch he's Dynamite. He's not having a match until all else. So he's not back. I, was say, I doubt they're like, I can't watch Dynamite until I listen to the three-way dance wrestling podcast. <laughs> there is. And, and to that stuff. one person out there, thank you. Yeah, yeah, hey, maybe I don't watch Dynamite until we do the podcast. It didn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> Well, I don't want to have anything spoiled to me. Why do a podcast on wrestling if you're not going to watch the shows that lead up to the day that you fucking do the podcast? The shows are bad. Can you the imagine shows that are if I was just bad. like, CM Punk returned last night and someone's just like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. There's the bell, so you know what that means. That signifies the end of the three-way dance wrestling podcast. And uh, we got to figure out what we're doing next week, which that totally is the fun part. So, um, till next time, guys, for Shelby and Nick, I'm the Irish Ridge One, and remember, be breezy. <laughs>